Well, how exciting it is for <clears throat> what the Lord's doing. Uh, she went to Colorado. I went to Michigan. I took care of a 67-year-old child, my brother, <clears throat> and I can move, so I'm okay. But uh, I, I wanted to just say thank you to you so far. Uh, we had paid off uh, 34000 uh, of the flooring. We have done that, and through the budget, and through your giving, and so we have another 20000 left to pay off the new flooring. If you haven't looked at it, you can go there. You can't go inside because of the regulations of the children being in there, but you can look um, in the front and look inside to the new flooring. Ladies, you can walk on it and worship on it uh, Tuesday morning <clears throat> and Tuesday night. So I'm, I'm giving more than I already have, and I'll be placing that or giving that to Pastor Nolan, placing it in the uh, boxes. Today I want to uh, just explode from my heart and my spirit of just the amazing privilege I have of standing in the midst of the power and the anointing of the Holy Spirit as he rules and reigns in this place, as he leads us, as he guides us, as he shows us many things. But there's another uh, that I, I want to talk to you about <clears throat> is that I have the privilege and the honor of standing in the midst of the anointing and the power and the purpose and the call of women. Especially women who today are moms. But God placed in a woman to be able to propagate him, his ways, and who he is. And so I want to recognize Mother's Day, and I want to recognize women today, and say that from the very beginning of the creation, from the very beginning of God, and there is no beginning of God, there is always set a co-equal boundary for men and women. True faith, Christianity, never degrades anyone, whether color, race, or gender. And we have to realize that today, there is an attack on the church, attack on the truth that the church teaches, which will, if it succeeds, the attack will degrade the place of the woman in society, will degrade the place, they will come with deception thinking that they are honoring women, but basically they are degrading women because they are proclaiming <clears throat> things that God did not create in a woman. Men, we can learn from the message that I'm giving today. But I'm going to come to you with a, with a strong word today, not a political word, but a very strong word. And I want you to recognize, even th those that are watching via the internet, I want you to understand that God loves you God does not degrade anybody. God, as we said earlier, is a good God. 
And for you to even think that God, the good God, the great God, degrades you as a woman and makes you lesser than, that is deception and that is a lie, and that's not what Scripture teaches us. But the ongoing battle since the creation of man is to degrade women or even to degrade gender. If you can degrade women, then you can degrade gender because of what God created in women to multiply people. God's purposes on this earth is to use people, men and women, to propagate the gospel of Jesus Christ. And in doing so, that is having children and having children teaching them the gospel of Jesus Christ, that wherever they go, that we will smile, as Pastor Dan always does when he goes places, as he told us. But to realize is that there is a greater purpose in you. And for you to believe the deception that church degrades women or church degrades men is a lie from the pit of hell and you are in a path of destruction with that thought process. So let me begin today again saying Happy Mother's Day. We are celebrating moms and we are celebrating women. Men, you can learn from my message today as I have. Also, I want to talk about the grit factor you women have. Ladies, I want you to say grit. Say it again, grit. If I was describing a man or a father, I would use the words backbone or guts. Backbone or guts. Here's my definition, ladies, of the grit factor. It is a passion for long-term goals coupled with a powerful motivation to achieve objectives. It is a perseverance that overcomes obstacles that lie in or on an individual path. How many of you women, moms, with your children or grandchildren, great-grandchildren, know that there's something more that God needs to do? If your children are here, just go ahead and have some grit and raise your hand. Amen. Grit has actually been acknowledged even in the era of Aristotle as something that women have. One of my favorite historical figures who I believe is gritty, his name is Winston Churchill. I have studied World War II till I become blue in my face. I love the history and I love the hand of God on people, on the military, on soldiers, and on the leaders at that time. I also recognize in World War II the hand of the enemy on leaders of that time also. But this is one of my favorite quotes from Winston Churchill. He says, if you are going through hell, 
You just keep going. Gritty people have this awareness of what they are looking for or what they want to see. Moms, because I had a mom, I had a mother-in-law, and you heard from their language, you heard from their actions. If they didn't see what they were looking for, they said or did something to get it done. Or as they'd say in the comedian realm, get her done. If they have not arrived at that destination, then they understand it is not the end of the story and they just keep going. I am proud of the women at Valley Community Church. I recognize it as an honor of knowing you and being your pastor and encouraging you to be what God purposed in you as a woman. I know moms, ladies, what you have seen in your spirit is not yet seen in the natural at this time. But I promise you what God has promised, if you stay gritty, it's going to happen. God's going to do what he's promised you, and God's going to do what he has proclaimed for you. So it is time for us as the church to just keep going. Amen? Just keep going. Now, this is so important in our Christian walk or our mommy walk. The attacks in our or your lives are not about your or our history. The attacks are about your destiny. It is about what you're going to accomplish in your life. And I'm saying to you to begin to rise up even this moment because your spirit, with the words that I'm saying to you, Holy Spirit is showing me and is causing your spirit to rise up. It's causing your emotions to begin to think of those things and no longer think of them that they never will happen, but to know that it's going to be accomplished. So I say, get your grit going, ladies. So ladies, all of you, church, all of us, need to up our grit factor today. So let's turn to the book of Romans now. And I'm going to read a, from a chapter that is one of the chapters that the world uses to blame and accuse the church to be racist, transphobic, and all the words that are said today. But I want to tell you that all those words that they say is an attack against women, and they've tried to deceive you to think that they are for you when the world is against you. Because they're against, if they don't, don't call Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, then they are against the very image and the likeness of God. And so I will use this, but I'm going to bring it into truth and not into a political realm, that you will understand how you, even as a Christian, as a young person, may have been deceived or deception is manifesting in your thought process, and it's not allowing you to further into the grit factor of walking in this anointing 
and purpose, especially as you ladies and young ladies, of what God has called you to be. Young ladies, you must understand that God has set something so powerful for you. If you will take a deep breath and learn it and understand who you are, the world has no hold on you and the deception of the demonic force cannot hinder you from attaining the blessings of the kingdom of God in your life because you are a woman. And it can happen quickly. You don't have to wait till you're old like me. You can have it at a young age. So let's first talk about, I'm gonna give you two points today. First talk about the reality of God. In reality, what I'm bringing you, the truth, so that deception of God will be dismissed out of your heart and your thoughts. I'm gonna read from the Message Bible. And the Message Bible um, is, is a Bible that I read from because it's like the person that wrote the book, Paul, is sitting next to me talking to me. Romans chapter one, verse 19. But the basic reality of God is plain enough. Open your eyes and there it is. By taking a long and thoughtful look at what God has created, we're celebrating moms. People have always been able to see what their eyes as such can't see. Eternal power, for instance, and the mystery of his God, divine being, his image and his likeness, who he is, his ways. So nobody has a good excuse. So here's the reality, what, we, what Paul begins to say. He's saying, take a long look at the sun, the stars, the mountains, and the oceans. Realize there is an eternal power behind the scenes of all that you see. A creator. I can add here, look at you, look at me, look at women, look at moms. He didn't make a mistake. I want you to understand that. God did not make a mistake when he created you, women, moms. So none of us are without excuse of understanding the truth. All people take that long look and see what God has created you, then what he will begin to do is release a connection with the creator. Deception is removed. Today in the day of distractions that no one ponders. Remember he says take a long look. It means to ponder. We have the distractions, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, you name it, all the different communication factors that go on today. Educational system. Everything in our society is trying to make us forget who we are. Pondering who God is. If you know who God is, then you know who you are. You know your identity. 
And what they do is distract us from what really is going on. Moms, step back and take a long and thoughtful look. We will see a deception that has removed your belief in the goal and the purpose that God has set in your heart long, long time ago. Because of the deception, we have been hurt. We walk in fear. We are despondent towards God. Because all that was good is now bad, and all that was truth is now not the truth. That everything that we were raised with is a lie. The reason why we believe that deception is because we stop looking at the creator behind everything. Shall I say it this way? The reality that God is real and with a little grit, you will reach the goals God gave you with your children and your grandchildren. It will manifest. Well, you know, when they grow up, they make their own decisions. Let me tell you. Look at the creator behind the scenes, that creator that loves your children and loves your grandchildren. That whatever decisions they've made, right or wrong, he still loves them because God is good. And we have to begin to look at that because we begin to measure our worth on the decisions our children are making. So becoming gritty comes when you have God's word and worship. I want you to recognize that. Very simplistic. See, religion has made Christianity hard. Truth, the word, is simple. So my question is, this has been the whole introduction, so my question is, what happened? How on God's green earth has things... <laughs> Let me say it this way. Why in the world are we so confused about culture and the function of family and motherhood? where there is a battle of the honor due to motherhood. I'm going to ask for all women, young ladies, if you would just stand with me for a moment if you're able to. And if you're watching by the internet, I'm asking you to stand right there in your living room. If you're driving, don't stand. Ladies, we find the answer in Romans. Paul, the apostle who wrote Romans, has really begun to understand this deception because Paul walked in the same deception. Before he met Jesus Christ, on the road, and Jesus spoke to him, and he got the revelation of the purposes of God in his life. 
And I want you, ladies, because you dream a lot, I want you to dream right now that Jesus is talking to you and going to speak to you. Young ladies, there are dreams that you have had and, and people are telling you you can't do that because the world won't allow you to. And I'm telling you, God created you as that woman and he's given you purpose and you will understand and be able to walk in it when you understand with that pondering of who God your creator is. God will do it for you. And so don't shut me out, especially on the internet. Don't shut me out. There's some preacher, you know, he just doesn't know. I'm telling you the truth. My belief system is in the Word of God and what God said. Not what anybody on TV, anybody in the educational system, or anything like that, it is the Word of God that I believe. Now, I respect every aspect of life. But I want you to understand is that God speaks the truth, and ladies, you have something very important to, to hear. Here's your answer. Found in Romans chapter 1, verse 21 through 23. What happened was this. People knew God perfectly well. But when they didn't treat him like God, refusing to worship him, they trivialized themselves into silliness and confusion so that there was neither sense nor direction left in their lives. They pretended to know it all, but were illiterate regarding life. They traded the glory of God who holds the whole world in his hands for cheap figurines you can buy at any roadside stand. Go ahead and be seated, ladies. Thank you. Refusing to worship him. Worship is bowing beneath Worship is believing that what God said is higher than what I say. Worship is his will and his way. So this is from your pastor. Don't cheapen the authority and purpose God created you to have. God created you. I walked out here and I, I see all the moms, I see all you ladies and as a man, I'm looking out at power, authority, realization. I don't care if some wimpy man at some job is so wimpy himself, he doesn't know who he is, tries to degrade you. That doesn't change the fact of what God did how God created you, how God gave you specific purpose to do great things in the kingdom of God in this world. Don't cheapen that. Don't cheapen what God did in you. It is there, it is real, and let me say it this way, it will never leave you. It is always there, just to walk in it. So speaking the truth in love, it's not judging people, moms. When you know the truth and people around you are in this deception, 
You don't speak the truth out of arguing. You're wrong, I'm right. You're going to hell. You know, you and I are going to be so surprised at the people that will be in heaven. Amen? We will be so surprised. Because it's not based on your and my goodness. It's based on the belief in Jesus Christ. The thief on the cross is in heaven today. He's one of the first ones I want to talk to. Speaking the truth in love is restoring clarity and restoring boundaries. There are boundaries in my life. I love people, but there's only one one woman that I can go to the distance with, and that's my wife. And her name is Terry Klaus, and her loving family's nickname for her is Bridget. Because truthfully, she was born on a bridge. Because when you do that, it helps people who have lost their way or because they are young in their thinking. I'm not talking about 20 years old, 18 years old, 15 years old. I'm talking about young in their thinking. Truth gives direction. Let me just show you just an example, and there are many. And, you know, if, if I had time, I could bring you religious examples of ministers or people who, quote, are Christians who are foolish in their thinking because they're deceived in their religiosity. And I want to tell you, I want to walk in the truth because the truth sets me free. So I watched a ridiculous interview of a 52-year-old man who was a farmer and a single parent. He had seven children. So you have a farm, you have seven children. And they asked him, how do you do it? How do you run your farm and a a single parent? Well, his his answer was this. Well, when I drive the kids to school, I identify as a six-year-old girl. So I feel I know what they're going through. When I am on the tractor, I identify as a little girl so I might make right decisions for my seven children. Let me just say this. I'm going to stop here. First, if you're six years old, take away the driver's license. Amen? Second, a six-year-old does not comprehend life. I don't care what you're taught, what you're told, they do not comprehend life. From from birth to five years old, 85% of their personality is developed. But how they expand it as an adult, they have to learn when they become an adult and in their teenage years. And they need a mom to show them. He spends his evening playing with dolls, And the old children have to cook the meals. After the interview, they had an audience during the interview, and they asked the audience what they thought. And not one person had one question. They were astounded with what was being said. 
See, those children need an adult father. Your children need an adult mom. I'm not talking about legalism. I'm not talking about religiosity. What is going on, we don't pause and see the reality of God. Here's a clue. Any decision, any situation that arises in your life, if you don't pause and see God, you're going to make a wrong decision. I know some people are are getting uncomfortable with me. But I want to tell you is that you see the way I look at my wife. You see the way I respond to women. When I was young, there were churches that didn't allow women to be involved in leadership. And at 21 years old, that was foolish. Matter of fact, I got up And one of my first sermons was the authority and the leadership ability of a woman. And that was way before all the stuff came out, way before all the things came out, blaming the church and destroying the church. We have today attacks on the church again. Why? Because they don't want the truth to be revealed to you and me. Romans 1 says, they traded the glory of God who holds a whole world in his hands for cheap figurines you can buy at any roadside stand. Verse 24, so God said in effect, if that's what you want, that's what you get. It wasn't long before they were living in a pig pen smeared with filth, filthy inside and out. And all this because they traded the true God for a fake God and worshiped the God they made instead of the God who made them. When I look at things, when things go uh, awry in my life, I don't look at, you know, what, God, what's your, what are you doing? What's, what fault do you have, God, in this thing? No, I go back to looking at the creator and who's behind it, and I say, God, what do you want me to change? How do you want me to think? And what's my next step? Because he's the creator, and he's the one that called me, and he's the one that's given me purpose. Moms, ladies, you are amazing in God's kingdom, and stop living the reality of the world. Live the reality of the kingdom of God. Let's read on. And worship the God they made instead of the God who made them, the God we bless, the God who blesses us. And then he finishes with, oh, yes. When you you face a problem, moms, the first word that needs to be out of your mouth is, oh, yes. I have a God that's going to answer my prayer. We have traded the image of the real God for an image of the fake God. And that fake God could be a mean-spirited. And there are some Christians who are mean-spirited. There are Christians that are judgmental. There are Christians out there that they have no clue what the Word of God says, but they think they know how to make every other person live their life. 
My responsibility as a pastor is not to judge you, it's not to tell you you're right or wrong, but to tell you the truth because you can make that decision of the truth and it can remove the deception in your life. That's what it's about. And that's your life too. I don't look, I, I have great, wonderful times. I grew up in Detroit. My friends were black. I'm white. I didn't see any difference. I don't see color until the news tells me color. But I'm called prejudice. Okay? That's a deception. I don't live my life based on what people call me. I know who I am because I know who God is. God created all people. Amen? And all people have a purpose. All right, uh, this week I will be having lunch with some of my friends. They're all gay. I sit and have lunch, and I sit with them, and I love them. Do I say, oh, I agree with you, it's okay? No, I don't. I bring them to the God that loves them. Amen. And they love me. They call me their pastor. And some of them won't go into church because a lot of churches will point their finger at them. And the same person who's a Christian who's in church who, who has anointing oil is pointing their finger at them and they're watching pornography on their computer. Ooh, pastor, you're digging deeper. But, I, but I'm telling you, you know, we got to get over this thing. People are people. And does Scripture, yeah, Romans chapter 1 here, Paul talks about homosexuality. But he doesn't talk about it as in they're, they're evil and they're demonic and all that. They're people, just like you and me. And we got to stop moving into this realm of the reality is that we need to know we're created in the image of God and the likeness of God, who God is. And if we measure ourselves to God, then we'll make right decisions of our life and lifestyle. Bottom line. Okay, let's go on. Everyone smile at me. I know you're like, Pastor, how far are you going to go with this? Don't worry. Okay, okay. Just, it's okay. So, <laughs> let's read this, verse 26. Worse followed. Refusing to know God, they soon didn't know how to be human either. Women didn't know how to be women. Men didn't know how to be men. Sexually confused, they abused and defiled one another. Women with women, men with men, all lust, no love. And then they paid for it. Oh, how they paid for it. Emptied of God in love, godless and loveless wretches. So church, here we are. Women not knowing how to be women, men not knowing how to be men. The attack on gender and culture is an attack on the image of God. Bottom line. God makes us in his image, male and female, moms and dads. 
The truth is, the more we press into God, the more human he makes us. (laughs) There are some religious people who are so uppity, they don't even want to be human. They want to float in the air. Let me tell you, I have fallen off a roof before. I didn't float in the air. I went thud. The more I press into God, the more he reveals me. Moms, children are basing their whole lives on things they think will bring them strength and wholeness. When they become adults, it becomes expensive. Destruction manifests. I've watched it. Church family, I've been in ministry 43 years. I've watched it. I've watched beautiful young ladies fall into deception. I've watched beautiful, uh, handsome young men fall into deception, loved them, cried with them, hugged them. Years ago, uh, you know, when epidemics were happening, I, I, would, I would be bathing young men who had diseases. Well, how are you doing that? You might catch a disease. Another deception wasn't transferred by wiping them down and giving them a bath. And the reality is that I did that. Why? Because I love people. Not because I'm perfect. I have my own opinion. I'm a guy. I have my own opinion. But bottom line, I can allow the deception to overwhelm me where I walk in as a mean-spirited pastor. There should be a place that would allow people to come in with all walks of life, but teach the word. Bring them to the word and bring them to worship. When they know God, then they will begin to walk with God. Amen. And that's what we do. We have to be a people that are not judgmental. But because we have the title Christianity, we are now bigoted. And no matter what they say, I'm created in the image of likeness of God. Women, you have such an amazing, powerful purpose in your life. Purpose. And you need to recognize it. Romans 1.28 says, since they didn't bother to acknowledge God, God quit bothering them and let them run loose. Verse 32. And it's not as if they don't know better. They know perfectly well they're spitting in God's face. And they don't care. Worse, they hand out prizes to those who do the worst things best. See, that's the reality of our day. But that's not our reality because we are ambassadors of heaven walking the face of the earth. So now let's talk, we talked about God, now let's talk about us, the reality of us. In Romans 2, chapter 1, here's Paul still speaking, those people are on a dark spiral downward, but if you think that leaves you on the high ground, talking to us, where you can point your finger at others, think again. Every time you criticize someone, you condemn yourself. It takes one to know one. (laughs) Have you ever heard that saying? 
It takes one to know one. Judgmental criticism of others is a well-known way of escaping detection in your own crimes and misdemeanors. But God isn't so easily diverted. He sees right through all such smoke screens and holds you to what you have done. Romans chapter 2, verse 3. You didn't think, did you, that just by pointing your finger at others, you would distract God from seeing all your misdoings and from coming down on you hard? Or did you think that because he's such a nice God, he'd let you off the hook? Better think this one through <laughs> from the beginning. God is kind, but he's not soft. In kindness, he takes us firmly by the hand and leads us into a radical life change. Amen. So that person, as a Christian, that you're so ticked off at, so judgmental on, I'm not talking even here, right? Have you ever thought about taking them by the hand? and walking them through the problem, the situation that they're going through in their life. It all goes back to the pondering behind the scenes, God. There's so much going on in the world, but see, it's never changed. It's the same as Paul's day. It's the same. And I was saying, oh, everything's just getting worse. No, there's more messaging of the worse. There's more news. There's more TV. There's more satellite that you can watch. He's talking about a radical life change. That is what we've been talking about for almost a year, a breakthrough. Moms, you need a breakthrough of the deception that what God placed in you is not working. You need a radical change of understanding that the power and the anointing of the Holy Spirit is so real in you. It's powerful. And it will move through you and in you. And God is behind the scenes. I know, moms, I had a mom. I had a grandma. And I know my wife as a mom. And you want to fix it. Look at the one behind the scenes, the God who will fix it. Amen. But, but they have their own choice. Amen. God's kind and God's good. But God is there. Don't give up on what you have purposed in your thinking because God placed it there. So, when I had you stand up, even if you're not a mom, do you know how powerful you are? Do you know how real you are in this world? Do you know what, what anointing is there that will break every yoke, every deception? It's there. Now, what... what and I'm going to use a term. What foolish people will do is they'll leave here right now or they'll shut off the TV after the message and they'll say, yes, 
Superwoman. No, the breakthrough's on the inside. What it really begins to do is to break through in you of walking in the true love of God. That when things are out of line, you don't back away, just be everybody's friend because you want everybody to like you. Let me just tell you, from what I do for a living, there are people that if they had a stone right now that are listening to me, they'd throw it at me. Because truth sometimes hurts. And they don't want to listen to me. And they'll, they'll go to any type of thing to keep them away from hearing what I'm saying. I had to call this week and had to have our security. We have about five, uh, four or five guys today. And... Um, Call security and say, hey, you know, you might have protests. In America, they're free to be on the sidewalk. You know, they can't call us names, all kinds of stuff. They're free to protest. But they're writing all over the Catholic Church. They're doing all kinds of things. Why? Because truth is beginning to manifest in this world and happening. And I want you to, I want you to understand, in everything that goes on, God the creator is behind the scenes. I don't do everything right in my life. And let me give you a secret. <laughs> Neither do you. Amen. Neither do you. I don't. And I'm going to use a term. I was raised in Detroit. I, I screw up. I do. There are times I get ticked off. I don't use the other term anymore. But the reality is, is that we have to get to a place of always seeing moms, ladies, of the creator behind the scenes. Do you know how beautiful you are? And some of you think, oh, you're talking about the body. No, I'm not just talking about the body. God fashioned you. He created you. There's such... You're so special in the eyes of God. He spent time with you. And, you know, <laughs> growing up, the, the thing would be, don't you get it? And I'm just saying right now, don't you just get it, ladies? How amazing you are. And, and all these distractions, kick them out. Stop being distracted and see God in your life. <laughs> Holiness prevails. And I want you to throw away holy. Some of you will get it later. Throw holy away and run to holiness. You live not in darkness, but the kingdom of light. Let it shine in your life. Moms, walk and run in your call and your purpose. 2 Corinthians 5.17, in the message also, now we look inside, and what we see is that anyone united with the Messiah gets a fresh start, is created new. The old life is gone, a new life virgins. Look at it. Look at it. 
You know what, moms? Let me just give you some encouragement. Read the word out loud in your homes. Dads, let them. Turn down the TV or turn it off. Read it to your family. Be radical. Be radical. Pray over your children by name. Get up in the middle of the night and pray. If they're still in your home, don't scare the hookie out of them by walking in their bedroom, you know. Stand in front of their door. Stand in front of their door. Put your hand out. And just say, in Jesus' name, Father, thank you that they will see you behind the scenes. Stop controlling people by religiosity and just begin to pray through. Begin to anoint the things of your life with gratitude of the creator of who he is. Change happens because we change ourselves. It's a decision you have to make. Every one of us. God or people don't expect us to be perfect, but he expects us to be humble. I'm almost done here, but I want to conclude with something very important. The word humble is being open for a radical life change, not doing the same things, expecting different results. Moms, you are called to clothe the naked in the world not get naked with the world. In healing, we have been called to be bedside in the world, not in bed with the world. We are to feed the hungry. If truth would be told, it's the church that feeds the hungry. It's not the government. It's not some business. It's the church. It's the church. When I was supervisor in the East Coast, it was our church and our district. When the hurricane came, we were there first because we have connection with churches. We sent $525,000 instantly for water and medicine. We We sent doctors. We sent nurses. The church was there. The government was still bickering with each other. And we are in there. The government of one island used our church that we built for their office during the week because theirs was destroyed. You see, it's a church, but it's a church that is kind and we're the ones, history of the world, that feeds the world. You see, we are to feed the hungry and and thirst of the world, not hunger and thirst what the world hungers and thirsts for. Our children are watching and waiting to see if what we have is really real because they're making decisions based on sometimes false information. 
and they're, they're making decisions in their life and they're wondering if it really will work for you, what you believe. They become disappointed when we compromise. See, when we compromise, when, when you know, we, we say, oh, okay, yeah, well, you know, the world's changing and it's okay. No, when you compromise, they become disappointed. They do. I can't tell you the hundreds and hundreds. I used to do youth camps. Every week, 700, 800 kids, junior high, high school, children's ministry, and do these camps, and, and the reality is, and you'd listen to them, and they're just wanting the truth. And they go home to the stuff they go home with. And it devastates them. And they're looking for the truth somewhere. And they're going to find some type of truth in their life. But I don't want my children, my grandchildren, to find the truth that the world brings. Understand the presence of God and, and sanctification, not salvation only. I said that quickly. The presence of God and sanctification. Long for the anointing in your life, moms. Long for it. I know you have it. I know you walk in it, many of you. Some of you are learning. Some of you young people are learning. What in the world is that? But you're longing for it. Walk in it. See the creator behind. The world is desperate for the answer, and you are the one that has the answer. So what I'm asking is, for everybody here today, Ask God where you're not living in worship. Ask God. Just ask the Lord. You know, because the distractions are all over the place and we're wondering, how do we fix this? How do we do this? What's going to be my career if you're young? What, what am I going to do? I went to college. I paid all this money and all this. Everything just, ah. And, and where's the creator? He's behind the scenes. He's there waiting on you. He's not pointing a finger at that thing you did last month or last year and that decision you made, what you're doing now. I'm going to smash you like an ant. No, he's not. He's looking at you and he's saying, my idea and thoughts and call on you has never changed. And if we could listen to the Father, and you know what we can if we listen to the Holy Spirit, you know what he'd be saying? He'd be saying, I'm so, I'm using my language, I'm so stinking proud of you. Oh, what do you mean? I have done this. I don't give a rat's behind. I know what I called you to do. I know what I said to you. I saw you before the foundation of the earth. Where do you find that? Oh, okay, Ephesians chapter one. I saw you before the foundation of the earth. You are absolutely amazing in my eyes. That's what God says. And that's why as a pastor, People come in my office, and, 
And they'll say, Pastor, forgive me. I said, well, forgive me. I screwed up too. Pastor, but I, I just feel so... Hasn't changed the Father's heart. That's why he sent Jesus. Amen. You see, God answers prayer. This has been going around for a while. I said this over a year ago. God answers prayer not because you're good or because you pray good. God answers prayer because God is good. So moms, take a deep breath today. Enjoy the celebration of you. And allow this fear and this worry, this distraction, just to be removed. And look at your children. Look at your grandchildren. You might not even be able to be with them. And look at them and see the God behind the scenes. And it will work. Let's all stand. Praise the Lord.